Hello and welcome to Conversations with the Voice of Reason. I'm your host, Benjamin Boyce, and today's conversants are returning guests, Joseph Burgo and Alistair Gunn, a.k.a. Angus Fox. Angus Fox has been working as a consultant for Genspect, and Joseph Burko, who also works for Genspect, is a psychologist whose focus is on people experiencing gender distress, and he does a lot of work with autogynephilic males. In this conversation, we speak about the forthcoming conference hosted by Genspect, which will be occurring in Killarney, Ireland at the end of April, and is intended to broaden and deepen, as is the purview of Genspect, transgender health and information concerning gender issues. And that's basically what we talk about in this conversation. So without further ado, I'm going to get out of the way. Here is Joseph and Alistair. You could be the world leader in, in dealing with gender distress through psychedelics. Okay. Hey, I might just, I might just do that. You might just, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Should we talk about the conference? Yes. I think you should, uh, I think you should introduce the idea, Joe, because it was your slogan. Well, you know, you know, I, I, when the standards of care eight came down, I was very uh, agitated about it. And I thought we should, as a, as a unified group of bodies go up against WPATH and say they really have discredited themselves. And it's time we stopped looking at them as the quote, world authority on all things trans. And, you know, I came out with this declaration and lots and lots of individual people signed on people who belong to all sorts of organizations that are you know present in this space but the organizations wouldn't sign on i i couldn't get a coalition together which i thought was what was needed um and mm-hmm. as i got more involved with genspect um and stella o'malley's political instincts kind of align with mine a lot i i agitated in this direction and I but I think Stella really ran with it she were, she finally decided it's time we took on WPATH and EPATH and we went head to head with them you know we, we just say you know no you know you don't get to be the one voice that speaks with authority for all things trans all things gender so she came up with this idea of holding a conference in the same place at the same time as EPATH, which is the European version of US PATH, WPATH, they're all, it's all the same organization. They're holding their conference this year um, in Killarney, the end of April. They're doing, I think, the 26th, 27th, and 28th of April. So Stella's brilliant idea was let's hold a conference the exact same time, one day, start one day later, um, and take it to them which is exactly what we're doing. Um, and we're presenting rather than the met, fully medicalized narrow view that WPATH and EPATH present, we're presenting the bigger picture, um, which is the title of our conference with beautiful artwork promoting it by Alistair Gunn. Um, and so we started off with this idea and we said, well, let's, let's see who, who we could get to come. And we've got everybody coming. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a remarkable, lineup. I mean, um, 
Lisa Lippman is coming, Ken Zucker is coming, Benjamin Boyce is coming, of all people. Um, <laughs> Helen Joyce is the keynote speaker. Um, Alistair and I are both speaking, Stella speaking, Lisa Marciano will be there. There's going to be a live broadcast of gender, um, a wider lens that's going to be recorded there. and. We had thought that Lisa Marciano was going to have to stand in for Sasha, who wasn't able to attend, but now Sasha will be there. So all of us from GETA, the Gender Exploratory Therapy Association, with the exception of Roberto, will all be there. Um, interesting people from you know the realm of feminism, um, Claude, um, Colette Colfer is going to speak about gender ideology as a religion. You just have to check out the lineup. It's 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 just it's so exciting. It's such a privilege to have all these people coming. Yes, Alistair, you want to add something there? Um, yeah, we're also we're going to have art from uh, Lordy, who's the woman who does. She's from Devon, and she does those beautiful portraits of detransitioners. And we're going to have Nina Paley author of Agents of Hag, um, also doing something. I don't think we've decided yet, but it's going to be something really good and art-based of some kind. Um, yeah, so when we were discussing it, one thing that you can take credit for, Benjamin, is the um, interview you did with Eliza Mondegreen. And she talked about how there's like a whole... She attended a WPATH conference and there's a whole missing layer. It's like there's this abstract civil rights, trans rights political layer there's the how do we do metoidoplasty hormone levels that layer and then there's it's like a sandwich with no middle there's a missing layer which is the real person um and so we're kind of part of the vision was to bring together not just make it just doctors just clinicians but to bring together people who are also working in the whole area culturally as well because ultimately it's you know one of the things about transition is that it may be that sometime down the line you're facing consequences that you didn't expect. And a good clinician should be factoring that in. A good clinician should be giving you advice that's good for the next, basically the rest of your life, not just some time-limited period of satisfaction like a good salesman or arguably a bad salesman. Um, and so bringing in the voices of people who are looking at things like okay, what do you do if you've transitioned? You're male, you transition, you're a trans woman, and you want to play sport. What is the answer to that? It's not good enough for any clinical body to say, hey, that's not our problem. Because if you are treating somebody and they say, I'm really into sport, you need to be able to be honest with them and say, okay, well, how are you going to compete? That's your duty of care to your patient. Your duty of care to your patient goes well beyond just the technical stuff. And it's not good enough just to layer on top this kind of abstract civil rights politics if the people you're treating are left in a worse position. So what we're trying to do is very ambitious because we're trying to bring the science and the cultural aspects of this into the same place to have a conversation, okay. yeah. which should be very exciting. Well, and we should say sort of like one of the most important things. There's going to be a lot of very prominent um, detransitioners um, who are going to be there mm -hmm. speaking. There'll be a panel 
Benjamin, I think you're you're leading one of these panels, aren't they, with the dialogue with Richie and Sinead and some other people who will be there. Um, there's going to be more than one of those events. So, you know, they're a huge part of this this movement, this space. So we're giving them a voice, which, you know, you WPATH, EPATH doesn't give them a voice. And they're always saying, you know, it's such a minority of people we never hear from detransitioners. What are you talking about? So now we can say, hey, come on down. We're right down the road from you. Come and listen to them. And I, yeah. I believe one of our offers is that if you have an admission, ticket to the epath conference if you're a paid member you get in free to our event come on and listen and hear you know see the bigger picture from what you're getting um and it's also that we're going to be there in this kalani is very small it's beautiful it's very small it's i don't know what is it fifteen thousand people or something like that and we're going to be in the same small town in the same small pubs and small restaurants, all of these people from all over the world with very, very different views on this. And I, I kind of think if, if money were no object, I'd be putting billboards all the way along the road to Kalani from the airport saying, come and listen to detransitioners because you hear so many times that we don't know where these people are. Right. Um, so it's a good way to take away that excuse. And this is also something we plan to do basically just permanently. So every time <laughs> WPATH, or US path or EPath do anything, we're going to do something as well to right, offer so, an alternative. So they, they, WPath, they alter one year the big conference is in Europe, the next year it's in the United States. So next year we'll be, we'll be counter programming to WPath in the States wherever that ends up being. They have, I don't think they've announced their location yet, but this is, this is just the first of many. Hmm. Yeah, to go, to go back, you guys are, Expressing something about WPATH or the uh, affirmative gender, the the pre- prevalent or prevalent gender ideology or not ideology, but tact, where these affirmative doctors and organizations consider consider things in this object-oriented way, like almost fetishistically to, to kind of map it on to what we're talking about with the fetish, where they think in terms of systems and then they have think in terms of like the the body where they will change society and will change your body to in order to get this result whereas it's missing that layer of relationship like you have a relationship to your body you have a relationship to society and a relationship isn't just a demand like you just plug in what you want into society and then it outputs it we have this great machine that outputs your desires into society and then onto your body and so well, yeah. it's just th- that just that modality of interaction with the psyche, with the person, with society is missing. And, and it goes off the rails because there's not that it's not anchored into that more human understanding or more organic understanding. Or well, and and they, they go even further by saying that if if you try and introduce that element, if you want to, for instance, try to understand why a, a teenage girl hates her body and to find ways to help her feel more at peace with her sexed body, they call that conversion therapy and they want it outlawed. So that not only do they neglect it, they want to outlaw it. They want to yeah. eliminate that space altogether and make it all about, you know, surgeries and and medications and changing society. So it's yeah. it's it's crazy. We we should also point out that there's conflict within WPATH. 
um, because there are people in WPATH who are far closer in belief to uh, certainly Genspect than they are to the standards of care. And they're staying in. Presumably they're staying in because they want to, that they think that they can affect change and they um, and that they shouldn't abandon ship. Um, but there are quite a few of them, not so much Americans, um, more people from Europe, I would say. But then there are also prominent Americans who would fit into that category, right. a couple. Um, so we're not totally hostile like this isn't an attack exactly it's an alternative because I, look if if they want to change and rip up their standards of care eight and become rational great brilliant you know this isn't some kind of tribal thing um but there's the the, the missing element what it's resulted in whatever about what causes it but what it's resulted in is is like a, a sort of vending machine society where it's like, well, you've paid your money and this is what you've got. And one of the things I want to talk about is how abnormal that is. If you go through all different sections of healthcare, if you look at geriatric care, if you look at pediatric care, very, very different needs. And it's abnormal, this this model of providing healthcare. It's, it's the only other industry which you could argue is similar is plastic surgery. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And I think we should be be mentioning that because they're throwing around these great, you know, terrifying statistics about suicide and things like that. And it's no good if you're if they're serious and this is the kind of situation, emotional situation they believe many of their patients to be in, then you don't make decisions as you would with a cosmetic cosmetic surgeon. You have to go way, way slower. And that's considered that's considered gatekeeping, right? The, if you took it slower and you weren't doing a, a demand, a consumer-driven medical model of service, you're gatekeeping. And they would argue that that's transphobic and it should be eliminated. Hmm. Um, it's crazy. But, you know, we don't, we, we don't have much respect for established authority any longer. And the idea that somebody, a, a physician or a parent... Um, might know better than you and would be in a position to withhold certain opportunities for you. Um, that's no, that's not tolerated anymore. And the reality is that if a physician says no, the, the patient, the consumer will find 
the service else, elsewhere. Yes. It's always available somewhere. Yeah. So, again, there are so many different lines of so-called attack uh, in, in the cultural war. Oh, I should bring this up. Um, so the, the one l- way of attacking this um, is to declare on a public platform for all to hear that you want to eradicate transgenderism from the public dialogue. And, and, and that will obviously just lead to the world that you want, right? So you, we could conceivably go up to WPATH and, and say you guys are mutilating children and stand outside there with pictures of phalloplasties gone, gone wrong. Right. And, and, but to confront the activist mindset with activism doesn't lead to the outcomes that we want, that you want. And so to couch, to, to not even confront the activism portion that that's kind of possessing WPATH, but just put it into a broader context say, look at the human, look at the complexity Right. It doesn't. It doesn't you, have that reactive. Like, are oh, you you're going to eradicate me? I'm going to eradicate you. You're talking about Michael Knowles and that kind of. Michael Knowles, The Daily Wire, uh, Matt Walsh. They're taking a very hardline stance. If, and and I understand, uh, Michael Knowles. He said we we need to eradicate transgenderism from the public mm-hmm. discourse. But he that was the end of him saying that if it's not possible for a man to become a woman, then it's not possible for a boy to become a girl. This is it's either true or it's not true. And this is this is ultimately the ground that I've been bringing up. Either this is child abuse or this is child abuse. And once we bring it down to child abuse, what is going to happen? Because only one state can be true. So how we get how we go about convincing or reaching a consensus of which is true is is the question. No, but they're turning up the heat. So I, I, I bring that up. That, that's my spiel. But I bring up the heat. Like, like what is the, what, what's your reaction to the Daily Wire, the pugilistic, even Trump getting in on this? Like, we're going to ban this stuff. Yeah, well, um, the, I have two responses. One is extreme positions on the progressive left are now provoking extreme reactions on the hard right. Um, You know, neither one is a particularly thoughtful or helpful position, but they're kind of understandable, the the action reaction. Um, And then the counter argument I would say is, what do you, I mean, all of these red states who are passing these bills banning, you know, affirmative care for minors, on the one hand, I'm really opposed to that. I don't think that government should be regulating medical care. But on the other hand, what do you do when the institutions have been captured by a kind of ideology and they won't regulate themselves? It it seems to me it's a a legitimate position for a government to say is then fine. We will come in and we will regulate you if you won't do it yourself. Mm -hmm. I think the obvious solution is for the professions to get get a grip, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the third way. The professions uh, become the adults in the room. And, you but, know. Yeah, but then you see, you know, like, you know, what Julia Mason has said, like within the American Academy of Pediatrics, there was, you know, they they tried to get it on the agenda at their conference to discuss affirmative care. And the, the it was they were so captured that the activists were able to keep it off of the agenda. So the, the, the whole membership could not vote on it. What are you to do then? You know? Well, instead of the government banning affirmative care, the government can uh, demand that the professional organizations do a thorough audit 
Like we want, we want to hear all, we want to hear all. And then a government, a knowledgeable expert from the government is commissioned to audit these various things and say, okay, what are the questions that are not being asked? You guys have to process this, like demanding the professional organizations from the top down to really uh, meet some sort of standards. Because there is, the government does have, like the FDA, we do have some sort of standards that the government does impose its will upon us in a certain way. But going going the state, going the banning route is inefficient, but it's faster and it's sexier. I mean, it gets more attention. Well, and there is such a thing as a systematic review. This is a a recognized term for a kind of procedure, which Sweden, Norway, Finland, and the United Kingdom and Florida have all done. And WPATH has not done and will not do. You know, we should, we could demand a systematic review of the evidence. And and I think if you, if you have one, it leads to a particular conclusion. You know, everybody who's done one seems to come up with the same conclusion that the evidence base is very weak and these are experimental treatments Um, and so just to to, just to reiterate the the counter conference in Killarney is not a competitive conference it's actually offering them offering WPATH a safe way before the big bad government comes and demolishes them say listen we can we can we can save a little bit of your hide if you guys just start being a little bit less evil (laughs) that's it we're just being altruistic we're just trying to be helpful yeah this is a very american conversation i don't have any problem at all with government coming in and (laughs) pediatric transition (laughs) do it absolutely Uh, well you trust your government more than we do you reckon (laughs) well why would you want the government involved in it then i mean your mindset the government does provide health care well, it's not a mindset. It's the reality. The government yes. provides the healthcare, right? So, yeah, I, and 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 I don't know. It's like I think we're we're seeing the beginning of a huge, huge wave of of young people who regret this. The, the, the timings are quite interesting when you look at the average time between transition and detransition and how it differs for male and female. There's an argument that this is just going to go up massively and i think to get lost in some kind of abstract conversation about well it feels abstract to me about sort of the a preferred way of dealing with it through regulation i think however we deal with it and that's kind of what i think about matt walsh and, and everything i think one person throw a pan somebody else throw a stick somebody else throw do you know what i mean i always mm. go to combat metaphors but i'm not that interested in a big public who's right i don't have a lot of time for people who throw the first stone in this i think if somebody else is campaigning against this in a way you don't like okay prove them wrong by doing better yeah i think well but so we can discuss our responses to the rhetoric to the pugilistic or the warrior rhetoric that's going on from the left and the right but i just wanted to put put the Genspect conference in relief to that, that this is not, it's not a grandstanding thing. It's, it's an investigative relational discussion. It's a conversation. Well, um, yeah. And And some of us do have pretty strong feelings about the, the impact of gender medica, full affirmative gender uh, 
medicalization on yeah. kids. Some of us have very strong feelings about WPATH uh, putting in a chapter on Unix and taking out the chapter on ethics. Like we definitely do have some pretty strong mm. feelings on this, but we're, right. we're here to discuss. We're not here to grandstand and make a big publicity stunt. No, and but we I don't I, all I, agree with one another anyway. I was yeah, just to say, we don't all agree with one another anyway. We don't have a pronoun policy as an organization. We don't, you know, we're not doing that. What we are doing is the ability to meet and discuss differences civilly and maybe even enjoyably. And you can sit down with somebody who has very, very different beliefs from you and, and cooperate. What binds us together is the, the idea of stopping medicalization for people under 25. And improving the information that anyone who transitions gets and the and the aftercare they get and all the rest of it yeah. sorry joe no i i i i would say that there is a there's an aggressive element to it um and i do feel i do feel aggressive about it it's like you don't get to hold yourself forth as the single world authority on these issues no you know, it just pisses mm. me off that they've managed to create this image of themselves as a professional body with these well-established, you know, evidence-based treatments that they can recommend. And, and we're just saying, no, there are other people with a lot of experience in this space who, who have a right and an obligation to speak out and make their views known and to challenge you. Um, I, yeah, I feel very strongly about that. Um, you know, it's it's this the, the whole thing that this is a medical this is an issue resolved by medical treatments that 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 view has taken hold. And it's what WPATH pushes that it's it's an issue of aligning bodies through drugs and surgery with internal gender identity. And, you know, I, I think what I would say and what I think a lot of people at this conference are saying is like if this is not a medical issue. This is not solved by medical interventions. It's, there's a lot of psychotherapists there. I'm presenting, Lisa Marciano is presenting. These are societal issues. There are feminists there. Um, there are reasons why young women today hate their bodies and are growing up terrified of puberty and becoming sexualized. These are, there's all sorts of other explanations. There's also all sorts of other lenses mm -hmm. to view this issue rather than one of, you know, mm -hmm. what's, what's the right medical treatment? Mm -hmm. Sorry. No, in, in our, um, in my first conversation with Eliza Mondegreen, she, she describes that WPATH conference that was in, uh, in Canada this past fall, where she describes that there's this black hole, this ethical black hole that people couldn't, they always had to walk around. Like the, whenever the conversation got into the certain questions, everybody had to start policing their language and getting more and more pro problematizing. So we don't touch that. Nobody touches that. And that, that is a weakness for WPATH. And that isn't going to be the case, I don't think, with Genspect. I think the people that I've met and spoken to at length with Genspect are willing to question things and willing to say we don't know mm. right then this is the, here's 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 something that we don't know this is uncomfortable what what do we know about this and what do we how do we disagree with that and i think that at genspect if if somebody if if eliza's conception or feeling about what happened at wpath in canada holds in killarney and somebody walks from one presentation to the other presentation i think the air in the room and and the, the feelings the mutual feelings in the room just like the the, the zeitgeist in both of these conferences is going to be a little bit different mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. qualitatively. Uh, can I also put in one plug oh, yeah. here? Is that there? You know, you can go to Killarney, and you can you know attend the conference. But we're also offering offering a digital ticket. I think what is it, ninety nine euros, ninety five, something 95, like that. Euros, yeah, yeah. You know, for around a hundred bucks, you can see the whole. You know, you're not going to be able to see every single element of it, but you can basically see the whole conference online. So um, there are different ways of supporting what we're trying to do besides coming, which is you know it's expensive. It's expensive to fly to Ireland to you know lodge yourself for a few days and to buy the admission, um, but you can you can just support what we're doing and. Watch it online. Yeah. And also, Although do uh, come if you want to, because you get to meet some fabulous. It's going to be very good fun. I hope I'm well enough to take advantage of it. And I just wanted to add if you're, um, if you want to come and you are uh, in financial difficulty, you can get a ticket. So you just write to Genspect, we should also add, which is the same with all of our events, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to mention that you guys are going to do another one next year in the Americas. Uh, so this, you guys have focused on pruning this particular conference to more of a European than American. So, or you tried to at least somewhat, but we we wouldn't mind it if the, some of the Americans got a bit of the European energy rubbed off on them at the moment okay. because there's good stuff that's just just this week isn't it norway has made a major stride right. in the same direction as so basically the whole of scandinavia now i don't know about denmark um and that's becoming the norm slowly across northern europe which is of course where this started in europe was in the north of europe so um hmm. i don't think we're against the idea of americans coming and bringing some of that energy back across the atlantic with them Right. Well, and there are going to be there are going to be some Americans. Um, I'm going to be there. Um, Benjamin's going to be there. Julia Mason will be there. Who else Lisa, is coming? Yeah. Lisa Marciano, Sasha. Yeah, there's there's, a, there's some prominent Americans coming. Eliza's living in Canada, but she's a prominent American. Yeah, at least in my yes. heart. Oh. And, uh, yeah. and that's a, it's going to be at the end of April. I'll put links in the description uh, for this if anybody's interested. And there will be live streaming. And I will be doing a ton of interviews there that will be published on Genspect and, and my channel uh, in the ensuing weeks afterwards for more personal in-depth. Uh, and we're interview. having a debate. And what um, else are we doing? We're having a debate. A debate and there's going to be loads of Q&As. Okay, yeah. Right. But I kill stream. The, the thing I'm so excited about, though, is to get to meet all of these people. I, yeah. I've never met mm-hmm. you, Benjamin. Well, and th- there's yeah. any number of other people that, you know, I interact with all the time that I've never met. Yeah. I mean, it's so exciting. Yeah. I have to lose a little bit of weight before everybody sees my full <laughs> torso. <laughs> tick tock, tick tock. <laughs> It's Ramadan. I'll be starting myself for about a month between you there. A suit. I I got my my driving caps going on. Yeah, you should get a suit. I think I'm going to end it there just so people can have a compressed uh, version of the talk, uh, uh, specifically for promoting the Genspec conference. What is it called? The Bigger Picture. picture. The Bigger Picture. Genspec presents The Bigger Picture. Okay. And we have rebranded, you know, this is at the time we announced this conference, we've repositioned and Genspect is now a healthy approach to sex and gender. 
Okay. Um, so it's we, we not be, might not be the world health, but we're we're a healthy approach. Yeah. Um, and right, we're saying there are other approaches than the fully medicalized one. Yeah. Right. Fully affirmative. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the result of many years of talking about healthy mindset and healthy psychology and all the rest of it, you know? So, yeah. yeah. It's nice that those conversations have a product. Yeah. Well, thank you both. Thank you, Benjamin. Thank you very much, yeah. Benjamin. Appreciate it. For sure.